Today is Thursday, August 31st, 2023. I think maybe you should do all the dates from that <laughs> one because I always mess them up. The year, the month. <laughs> I'll try. I'll okay. try. That's all right. Okay, maybe I'll write it down and then I'll help you next time. Okay. okay, so where are we again? So we are Acts 2, verses 22 through the end of the chapter, verse 47. And so we left off in the middle of Peter's sermon yesterday. And so he's in Jerusalem. A bunch of people have gathered. The disciples have had the Holy Spirit come on them. They were speaking in all these different languages, and people were super curious. And so Peter said, hey, everybody, listen up. Yeah, because they were understanding what they were saying. And they they all said, hey, they're speaking Medes and Elamites and Mesopotamian and Judea. And they're like speaking all these languages, which these Hebrew disciples shouldn't have known. But they were like speaking these new languages. Yeah, and then people said, oh, I know why they're speaking strange (laughs) words. They must be drunk. And Peter says they're not drunk. Right. He says this actually was prophesied back in the Old Testament. And so. Yep. And so after quoting from Joel... How there will be dreams and visions in the last days, and everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Then he turns now, and he speaks to Israel. He says, Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested to you by God with mighty works and wonders and signs that God did through him in your midst, as you yourselves know. This Jesus, delivered up according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God, you crucified and killed by the hands of lawless men. God raised him up, loosing the pangs of death, because it was not possible for him to be held by it. For David says concerning him, I saw the Lord always before me, for he is at my right hand that I may not be shaken. Therefore my heart was glad and my tongue rejoiced. My flesh also will dwell in hope. For you will not abandon my soul to Hades or let your Holy One see corruption. You have made known to me the paths of life. You will make me full of gladness with your presence. There's another Old Testament quote. Yeah, Psalm 16. And Psalm 16 prophesied of the resurrection that the Holy One would not see corruption. In other words, right, he's going to raise from the dead before he corrupts in the tomb. And just listen here for how often the resurrection uh, comes up. It already came up in uh, verse 24, and it will come up uh, again. Okay, verse 29, continuing on. Brothers... I may say to you with confidence about the patriarch David, who wrote those words in the psalm. Psalm 16. Yep. That he both died and was buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Being therefore a prophet, and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him that he would set one of his descendants on his throne, he foresaw and spoke about the resurrection of the Christ that he was not abandoned to Hades, nor did his flesh see corruption. This Jesus God raised up, and of that we are all witnesses. Being therefore exalted at the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he has poured out this that you yourselves are seeing and hearing. For David did not ascend into the heavens, but he himself says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand, until I make your enemies your footstool. There's another Old Testament prophecy. Yeah, from Psalm 110. And again, the same thing. Like in Psalm 16, your Holy One won't enter decay. Jesus raised from the dead. And here, um, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand. It wasn't David who sat there, but it was Jesus prophesied Mm -hmm. of someone else to sit at the right hand of God. Hmm. Okay, verse 36. Let all the house of Israel therefore know for certain... 
that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. And can you feel the conviction of that? You killed your Messiah. You, yeah, you killed this one. And what he's trying to say. Yeah, in verse 37, you can just see how smitten they are. They're cut to the heart. Verse 37, now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, brothers, what shall we do? And Peter said to them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and for your children and all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. And with many other words, he bore witness and continued to exhort them, saying, save yourselves from this crooked generation. So those who received his word were baptized, and there were added that day about 3,000 souls. That's a lot of people. It's <laughs> a lot of people. All basically through one sermon and some talk afterwards. Okay, verse 42. Here's what they did after. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. It's a great picture of the church, verse 42. Devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching, fellowship, breaking of bread, and the prayers. Just committed yep. one to another. Just what a great picture of what the church should be. Yeah. And, and notice one thing also. Peter here is being a witness. He says we are witnesses in verse 32. Verse 40 says that we bear witness. Um, and so that's we're going to see in Acts chapter 1 verse 8. He says you're going to receive the Holy Spirit and then you're going to be my witnesses. And here we see the beginning of Acts chapter 2. Peter being a witness. In fact, this is a key word for Acts. Mm -hmm. But we'll talk about that on Tuesday when we get there. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for spending okay. the, the day with us. And every day, I want you to read this every day. Hopefully it's not Saturday. Hopefully it is Thursday for you guys. We'll come again Friday and Saturday. Yep, we'll see you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.